Hey everybody, I'll be dropping a link in today's show notes so that you can go check out the new book on Amazon. It actually launched on December 18th. We have all three versions available. and When I say all three, I mean Kindle, paperback, and hardback. Let's talk about some things that happened last week, talk about some things that are coming up this week, and let's talk about a 17-year-old driving from Mount Hog and Delay. Pretty interesting stuff. Let's dive into it. So we've had a pretty exciting week this week. Uh, we're actually in lay right now. I'm recording on Monday night. It's about 8 o'clock. Uh, we left Mount Hogan this morning at 4 a.m. And we let Ezekiel drive over here. It was pretty intense, but he done a wonderful job. Uh, he's, you know, 17 years old. And he most that he's ever driven has been right around three hours. And he wanted to come over to Goosa, and I was like, man, I I don't know. <laughs> but then, you know, after after I thought about it and we talked about it, I said, look, I tell you what, I'll go with you, and we'll just kind of play it by ear. Hopefully you're able to, to drive over there and everything will be all right. And sure enough, he was able to drive over. Uh, everything went great. We just had a couple of stops. You know, we stopped and picked up one of the guys and, and drove over. But, you know, some of the guys that was on the podcast last week, they was in the car with us. We had uh, Ezekiel, Joseph, Daniel, Ambrose, Jojo. Uh, we, we, we just had a good time coming over. And uh, he, he done a great job. We usually, uh, you know, most people, they'll, you know, lays like a 12-hour drive, but we was able to make it in 10 and a half hours, so. God is good. We didn't hit any big road construction, any big roadblocks, anything like that. And you have to understand roadblocks in Papua New Guinea. I'm not just saying, you know, like a like a small like construction site or something like that. When I say roadblocks, I mean usually on the Highlands Highway, whenever you go a, a big span, uh, it, you you typically run into what we call roadblocks, which uh, is a little different than what what a lot of people think. Uh, roadblock usually means that there's a bunch of guys in the road blocking the road and you have to give them, you know, money or they'll want to go through your stuff or just crazy stuff like that. You know, it's just, uh, it's just part of it. Uh, but before we left, you know, we, we all, we all joined up and we prayed that, that God would just keep his hand of protection on us and, and that we'd be all right coming over. And Ezekiel told us whenever we made it, finally made it over here, he said, man, whenever I was praying, I just prayed that we wouldn't even hit any roadblocks because I was driving and I didn't want to have to mess with anything. And, and God heard his cry. Thank, thank you, Jesus. It was good stuff. Uh, but, you know, he, he done a great job and, and he really proved himself today because, you know, that's a, that's a big task. That, that would, that's basically uh, from where we are in Mount Hogan, Road condition wise, I mean mile wise, it's not quite as much, but but this is how how I look at driving from Mount Hogan to Lay. Uh, it's pretty much the equivalent of driving from like the middle of Kentucky uh, to the Keys, right? I mean it, it it's it's about that that amount of time. Could you that 
you know, that's that's pretty pretty good span. Uh, but you know, when when we look at it here, it's not going you know 65 75 miles an hour we're we're lucky if we're hitting you know like 30 kilometers an hour so we're, we're running you know somewhere around 20 miles an hour in most spots where the where the roads all rutted out and it's all all crazy looking uh so it, it it's pretty wild uh if you hear any background noise i do apologize uh i'm in a hotel room right now here in lay i'm staying at the crossroads hotel great place uh and I'm pretty sure though that that I have like maybe the Duggars or something above me. Like they have like 55 kids up there, and I think some of them may be percussionist. <laughs> I keep hearing them like beating on stuff and and stomping and all kinds of stuff. So if you guys hear anything, uh, just just kind of bear with me. I, I'm not in my office. I don't have my microphone. I'm actually recording on my AirPods today, so I'm hoping that we're sounding all right. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're here for the AGUSA conference. Uh, the AGUSA program here in Papua New Guinea is a pretty cool thing. Uh, I've shared with, with some people, you know, how it works, but, but not everybody. So I'm going to give them a quick plug here and then we're going to move on. Uh, but AGUSA stands for the One God uh, United Student Association. So OGUSA. And what that is, is uh, it's, it's an affiliation here in Papua New Guinea. The, the president's actually one of, one of our ministers with the ALJC. And then we've, we've got a secretary with the United Pentecostal Church. Uh, we, we've, got, we've got several uh, different organizations, all oneness organizations that, that, that head this up. You know, we've got ALJC, UPC, PAW, WPF. Uh, we, we've got several others over here, but those are some of the bigger ones that, that are part of this. And what they do is, say you've got a student and they're getting ready to graduate high school, and your organization doesn't have a church in a particular city that they're going to for college. Well, what Agusa does is they, they find a, a oneness church in, in one of these organizations and say your, your child is in an ALJC church. I'm just going to go, go with ALJC because I wonder why, right? But say, say your, say your kid is an ALJC student, but they're going to a place where there's no ALJC churches and we can't find anywhere to get this child plugged in. Well, the great thing is the AGUSA program, then they come and they step in. And they put them in a church. They'll they'll find a, a church in that area, you know, whether it be UPC or uh, PAW or or whatever, where where we can plug that kid in, so that they're still getting fed, right? They're still able to go to church, and they're still able to grow in God. They're still still hearing the truth, you know. They're they're not going going way over here and getting some false doctrine of some kind. They're, they're still getting fed the truth. It, it's a great great thing. And uh, I didn't completely understand it at first. I thought it was more kind of like our uh, P7, you know, that, that's kind of what I was looking at it as whenever they was first telling me about it. And even whenever they was telling me about it, I, I was like, oh, man, I know a guy in America I need to connect you with. It, it would be great for you to, you know, be able to talk to Chase Vickers about uh, about P7. But that that was a couple of years ago, and and now that I know what it is, it's totally different. But it's it's still a, a wonderful thing, 
and you know lives are being changed thank you jesus to god be the glory amen uh some some things that happened uh over over the past week uh we we really had some some great church on sunday I was able to preach for Pastor Matthew out of Cal Mountain. I, I know I've been mentioning that church quite a bit, but he's had some conferences. He's our, also our evangelist coordinator. And uh, he came out after the crusade that they had and after the conference they had and asked me if I would come out and preach for him. And uh, I went out there and, and, and preached yesterday. I preached on Let Me Tell You Who Jesus Is. And uh, we, we had a great time, and the Lord had, had the altars fill up. And then we baptized one soul in Jesus' name right there uh, at Cal Mountain after service. And it, it was a great thing. God is so good. And he gets all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. Uh, we're just, you know, ex- excited to be able to to be here to to do what he's called us to do and, and the capacity he's called us to, to do it in. And, you know, it, it's just a, a great honor and a great blessing to to know that, that God has, has been able to 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 use us to to bring us to Papua New Guinea and to just see these lives being changed and see these souls being baptized and see these people get filled with the Holy Ghost. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, this coming week, it, we we've got a pretty jam packed week, right? It, we we left this morning. I'm trying to think of my my days are getting jumbled here. Uh, we we had service at Cal Mountain last, yesterday, yesterday morning, and then uh, after church, I took Sister Marshall to the store and got her and Adrian all the stuff that they'll need for the week. And then after after we done all of that, uh, me and Ezekiel packed up the car, and we got up at three o'clock this morning, left the house at four o'clock this morning, and then we drove ten and a half hours to get here to lay. Uh, finally got me checked into the room and the boys they're they're over at the at the university they've already got their rooms all situated and they're all over there uh, hanging out together i got i got a room by myself and they're they're over there that way they can they can get some good fellowship with some young people like i said it's the one god student student i'm an old man right <laughs> i don't like to admit it too much but hey it is what it is uh, but uh, they're over there, and, I, and I'm over here. So so far, that that's what we got going on here. Uh, you know, we we got here. I, I think I got checked into my room right around three thirty or so. Uh, been kind of just just kicking back. I went and uh, got some dinner this evening, and the, the, this is just awesome. I, I got to share this because I, I sent it to our men's chat at our at our home church. It, it was pretty cool. But I, I've been wanting sushi for a while, man. And, you know, it, it it's one of those things. Sometimes when you're in a in a country where they don't have certain things, you, you get the craziest cravings. Well, I, I've been wanting sushi for a while. And sushi's really not a thing here. I mean, it's 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 just not. Uh, where, where we're at in Mount Hogan, there's no way you're going to get it. So I get here, get to the room, and I was like, I'm going to go down and have dinner. And I got a sushi and sashimi combo, big plate. It, it probably had like maybe 30 pieces of sushi on this plate. And I got it for like 15 USD. It doesn't get much better than that, right? I mean, I, I was like, I was just, oh man, I was going at it. So I uh, I took a picture and sent it, to, sent it to my wife and kids. 
and uh, show showed them the kind of things that they have at this, this hotel. It's the first time I've stayed here. It's it's pretty nice. They got a, a pretty good menu, uh, and uh, well, I'm just chasing rabbits now. But uh, that that was exciting stuff to see that. Um, but uh, a- after we get done here, we're we're gonna have we'll we'll have church Tuesday night. And then we'll have it Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. I'll be ministering Wednesday morning, and then we'll have church Wednesday night. And then we're going to leave here at about 4 o'clock Thursday morning. That should put us back at 4 or earlier on Thursday afternoon. And then we have a service out at Koibuka Church on Friday morning at 9.30. So if, uh, if, if you remember... Uh, you know, when I was on deputation, uh, I talked about Cal Mountains. So, uh, you know, the, the big banner that was at our deputation table is actually a picture that was taken at Cal Mountain. And Koibuka Church, if you guys remember the story about the miracles, the signs and the wonders that happened right before we came uh, back to America, back in January of 2020, that was actually at Koibuka Church. I used to always say, you know, the pastor's name was Brother Ua, Ua, U-A. So I would always spell it for everybody. And then uh, we would talk about the blind man that received his sight. We would talk about the woman that had the, uh, that was bowed over, that, that God straightened out. And all, and all of these things, you know, it, it was wonderful. It was amazing. Uh, God is so good and he is so faithful. You know, we, we kind of take for granted a lot of times, a lot of times we'll, we'll think of things that he, you know, done in the Bible. We'll, we'll think of the woman with the issue of, of blood or we'll think of old blind Bartimaeus or we'll think about, you know, the, the widow woman or we'll think about all of these things. We'll, we'll, we'll think about, you know, uh, j- just all of these stories. We call them stories that we've heard, but we, we neglect to remember that regardless of you know how far time has gone on and how much we progress as human beings god is still faithful he'll still do it you have not because you ask not we got to ask for these things you know god is still a healer he's still the ultimate physician he's still god almighty right so let's let's not keep him in in the bible you know let's put our faith in action well, let's not call these stories and look at these things as stories because God is so much bigger. He's so much greater. Uh, before I get off here, I know I'm, uh, th- this is going to be a little bit shorter than, than some, uh, but I, I want to let you know that uh, my book is launched. It launched on the, the 18th, so make sure you get your copy. I'll drop a link in the show notes, so make sure you get a copy of that. We've got several people that sent me messages, tweeted, uh, you know, just, just let me know that they got them already, and I want to say thank you for your your support, and thank you for, for doing that. I uh, just want to say that, that you're a great blessing, and it's a great encouragement. I'd also like to give a shout out to a few people that helped me along the way. I had Pastor Jeremy Lang. He wrote a recommendation. I had uh, Evangelist Robin Johnson, Brother Robin Johnson. He wrote a recommendation for me. And I also had Pastor Wiley Reinhardt wrote the foreword 
and he also edited the entire book. So I can honestly say without Pastor Reinhardt, I couldn't have done it, and I appreciate it so much. And I appreciate everybody else that that is taking the time to to read the the very rough co- rough copy. Right, whenever I sent it out to these guys to read it, I was like, "Well, guys, when you read this, you just kind of have to overlook the Indiana, <laughs> take the Indiana out of it, right? Because anybody that knows anybody from Indiana knows that we just kind of have our own way of speaking. I don't even know where it came from, but." Uh, it, it it was great to have these great men of God that, that have been in my corner and that have helped me along the way. Uh, all of the people that have been mentioned in the book, you know, I'm not going to go through all of that, but, but everybody that's played such a part in this, I just want to say thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I, I'm one of these days, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll get another one out. So just stay tuned. We'll, we'll see. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Uh, I'm going to try to get a little bit of rest. We we got a big week. I'm hoping to to have some numbers for next week. You know to, that that got how God moved during all of these conferences and everything. So, but we we want His will, but we know that He wants these souls to come to Him. So, we 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 know His will is to see the lost saved. Amen. So we'll talk to you later. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Coffee with a Missionary. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, and go to anchor.com to find out how to support us monthly. God bless.